Welcome to this week's Beers with Engineers podcast. This is a podcast by the Engineering Dads, a group of people that believe if it looks stupid but it works, it's not stupid. This week's episode looks at what if scenarios? What if the world was a lot different from what it was? What if we didn't have a certain bit of technology? What if gravity was half the acceleration that it is today? If you like what you see here, or here specifically, uh, make sure you give us a follow on our social medias and let's get straight into it. And welcome back, everybody, to the Beers with Engineers podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Sean, and I am as sorry, I am joined as always by my two fellow co-hosts, Patty. How are you doing today, mate? I'm good. Yeah, you're stuttering there, mate. Uh, what's going on? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, look, it's it's my first first. En- uh, attempt of this podcast, so it's not like this is our fourth time trying it, it's all good, yeah, yeah, I, for sure. I've had a, rounds up. I've had a great weekend, like, I went golfing on Saturday, went surfing the other day with you guys, washed my cars, yeah, oh, good, brilliant. good time, sprayed some kids down on a bike, that was fun. Um, not okay, a, that's uh, not, not, <laughs> a, not in that way, they were just dry, they were walking up the hill and they were like, Hey, can you sp-, like notice me spraying like the, the side yep. of the car? I was like, Yeah, come on, spray me, sure, why not. All right. Well, uh, James, uh, how was your weekend? Did you spray any kids? I didn't spray any kids, but I solved my third murder mystery with the uh, with the old missus. We got the uh, unsolved crime cases. It's been pretty fun. Nice. Who'd you catch yeah. this time? I. Uh, it was. Someone... Was it a pedophile spraying kids with water? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Just because was... I have a moustache doesn't mean I'm a pedo. This this <laughs> one. This one was like a homeless guy who was in jail for 20 years over the murder, but he was actually innocent. So he had to like find out who actually did it. And it turned out he was her best friend because he was in love with her. It was actually pretty stupid. The evidence was really dumb. Uh, The first one we saw was the best, but yeah, we'll go on from there. Yeah, right. Flimsy uh, evidence. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Anyways, we'll get stuck straight into the podcast. Do boys have your beers? I do, I do. All right. uh, Let's crack them. Three, two, one. Oh, that sounds beautiful. Sorry. Sean and I both open a Coke. Patty's the only one with a beer oh. because we're, we're pouring bourbons. It's bevies with NGs. We're going to change the name of the podcast. Anyway, so the point of today's podcast is we're going to be doing what if questions. And so the idea is what if something didn't happen historically or what if you lost a luxury or a good a service in your life? And to kick us off, Patty, you know how it goes. What is your what if question? I mean, n- now knowing what the uh, what the criteria <laughs> the premise, was, yeah. I feel I feel a bit uh, I feel a bit silly asking this as question. As long as the question is what if, I'm okay with it. All right. That was just um, my in- okay. Um, this is uh, you know, you know it deals with a couple of movements that have happened to the 20th century, but also kind of goes back into into early history, early ancient history. Um, my what if question is what if Condoms were never invented. Oh, wow, that's a good question. Actually, I like that one. Um, I, I feel like more um, girls would be dying from blood clots because there'd be more people like taking the pill, so blood clot incidences would be higher. <laughs> I'm just referring yeah, pop- to the vaccines here. <laughs> oh, geez, well, mate, population geez. would be higher. Yeah, that's um, that's an interesting question. I'm trying to think of what would happen because like my my first instinct was like, okay, well. Oh, sorry, pardon me. Um, obviously, no, that's just form birth control. If you don't not wear a condom, you know, more more chance of uh, getting pregnant equals more more people in the population, which all which also equals to you know less jobs offer 
up for offer more like maybe like i I don't know something about the environment i don't know maybe like more houses need to be built because there's more people like i guess it's i guess it's probably fair to say that if there weren't condoms there'd probably be a lot more std viruses out there than we know true because the viruses that are already out there would maybe mutate and you'd have more instances of both uti and stds as well so probably be up there in the mortality rates yeah, and additionally too, like the idea of the condom was again to forego having a child. You would obviously again have more children, but if you were in a position where um, you became pregnant with a partner and you would have to slow down, for example, your career to raise a child, you would see a lot more people in professions that, sorry, a lot less people in professions that take a lot more time to get to your advanced doctorates and whatnot because they're taking care of kids. Um, so, like, society as a whole would look a lot different. Like, the the specialist roles that you would see would potentially not happen if you were um, had to have a kid straight after high school or university. That's This is a really good question, Patty. I'm really, really impressed by this. <laughs> well, you know I how think... it is, Sean. It's, pretty, it's hard to impress you. <laughs> I think something else can be said as well. Um, I reckon cases of domestic violence would be higher as well because a lot of people who wouldn't use condoms um, that use them now would probably have kids with one-night standards, for example, and it, they would say, well, I don't really want to have a kid with you. And that lady mm. might be like, I don't want to have an abortion. And then they have yeah. different conflicts of interest. They have a kid and they don't agree on two things. So, you know, they may be forced to live together or forced to fight over a kid. That uh, that, And you would see like- abortion rates rise as well. Sorry, Sean. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Those are really good points. I was going to comment on that. Um, additionally, too, you would also see less one-night stands. Um, that that would almost like disappear because people would go, well, I can't risk this. There's no protection. There's no fallback, really. And like condoms came in from like the mid-19th century, and then new contraceptions come out and last like 100 years. Um, but they're still quite recent. You've got a like a 100-year gap <laughs> that you would it would be completely different. I think the um, the whole social identities would change because, yeah, you couldn't have this sexual um, side of things. That's It's well, it's a very interesting dilemma just, to think about, and I can't wrap my head around it no, that well, well. I'm still struggling well, with if, the implications. My, my, my thinking is if condoms were invented because like condoms for the birth control, which kind of led to the affirmation of the, the pill, which then led to other sort of um types of birth control the uh, whatever it's like you uti like the like i don't know what they are the, the, the bar the utis other sort of stuff and the if the condom wasn't invented one type of birth control then all those were invented and the mate and they were invented during the peak time of the second uh second uh second wave feminists or second fe- second feminist movement in the 70s so maybe mm. that whole period might not have happened yeah, that's what mm. I'm saying. Like the the social thing would have um, really become affected by that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things, and some of these uh, contraceptions um, are very, very new. We're talking last thirty, forty years in the history of things. Very new. Um, so yeah, you you're seeing a massive gap um, between contraception. I think it would it would have changed history altogether. I think it's it's really good. Question. Yeah, I'm still quite, I'm still quite amazed about <laughs> you, the scope. You thought, I, you thought it would I be can't... a more ridiculous question, didn't you? 
I, I thought you were going to hit me with something silly and funny, like ones if the Tasmanian dive, uh, devils still like were in high population and took over Australia. This blew me out of the water. I'm really impressed with this. I can't wrap my head around. I'm going to come back to this next podcast and, it's, <laughs> and just say, I, I think you can this? keep going. Because like, yeah. uh, look back into the Middle Ages when you know uh, Saxons and Danes would have like a battle and then they would go back after the battle and they would just have sex with anything and everything because they were so excited as you like portrayed in the history shows and whatnot. And you think, well, none of them wore condoms. They didn't have condoms, but that's because there wasn't a population boom back then. We didn't see a population boom from 1 billion to 7 billion in the past 30 years because of the Haber-Bross process. So, I mean, you also had a lot more death. The average age of someone in that time was like 35, 40. Only the real royalty lived past 50. Um, That's and, thing as well, yeah. And yeah, like ever since like the nuclear bombs have been set off, we've never had, like we mentioned previously, never had a real large conflict, which was humans' way of um, culling the populations down. We would lose 10% of the population in a world war. Ever since then, we haven't had like a cull realistically. So we would... Um, so you could technically argue the population would have blown up in the 1920s and 30s. Um, yeah, actually, anyways. Actually, I might make the argument that the population would have either stayed the same or decreased because the main reason the condom was brought in, which was like in, in the 19th century, was because it was seen as mainly as a deterrent of sexually transmitted diseases. So sex, mm. obviously there's certain sexually tra- transmitted diseases no condom, there'll be more. Those more could be more detriment that could be more detrimental to a woman's uterus, woman's like, you know, reproductive oh, system. Yeah. So that would have affected, you know, giving birth. So that could have like like, you know, one per like that. Yeah, I think what, what was, I think what it's was a the, really important. What was, what was um, the what, medical... what was the average household back in the day? Like maybe like four or six kids? Or oh, like, it's even up to seven or eight kids as well. Yeah, so I think we'll do four as average. So it's like, what if you know a hundred women were able weren't able to have kids because of this, and that's like four four times a hundred. That's four hundred kids. Like not 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 around. Yeah, yeah, and then it's not even that. It's the grandkids too. So it would be like sixteen hundred and, and so forth. Like it, so many knock on effects. It's a massive butterfly effect. Wow, I'm really impressed by that. I've, I was expecting something a lot more comedic, Patty. I'll be honest, uh, but it's, I, it's a good I've one. Got, I've got a sillier question. Like, oh, know. that's all right. We'll we'll save it for the next one. What we'll do is we'll we'll move on to James's and we'll come back to your silly question. James, Wait. have you got a, a what if scenario for us? What if scientists and engineers never discovered the ability to harness the power of magnetic fields? Oh God, that's actually kind of similar to one of the questions I was going to ask. Um. It would. We wouldn't have anything. We would yeah. be living with sticks and stones. Um, we would still be using crossbows and swords. Like the the magnetic coil and um, like the interaction between magnetic fields and coils of wire is so paramount to modern day. Like everything, everything uses coils. The power brick in your laptop right now uses a coil or a, a power electronics, which is a coil by some definitions. The amps and guitars, the um, to have your phone vibrate, it's a, it's a motor which uses a coil and magnetic field. Um, you wouldn't have computers, you wouldn't have phones, you wouldn't have all the technology today. You would look like... It wouldn't even be the Industrial Revolution. It would be pre-Industrial Revolution because that was using magnetic coils. You'd be looking at... Well, yeah, they, they found magnetite in 1820 when they started to figure out how to actually harness that power. 
But mm. I guess what you're talking about is like RC motors and using copper coils, pumping some current through them and then creating that negative positive electron repulsion and attraction, which mm. is, I guess, the boom of it, which yeah. is you're making some good points. We'd have nothing. But I guess something good to learn is a lot of the things we use actually use magnets. Like everyone, when you think of magnets, you think of two things attracting to each other. You don't really think of the motors, but your microphone that we're using to record this podcast now uses magnets. Your headphones use magnets. Your hard your hard drive disc uses magnets. Mm. Those same magnetic fields you think of when you think of attraction and repulsion. Yeah. And I honestly think that, we'd still... Like, yeah, we'd be still... Cause of wise... No, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, Ali, we would be so far back in time, like like, like medieval times. Still. I reckon we would, would have boomed. Yeah, we would be late medieval in terms of technology, which is, which is kind of terrifying to me. Isn't that? Isn't that just like scary? I feel like this whole podcast is just going to be what if chaos theory this, what if chaos theory that. Everything <laughs> is just chaos. Everything well, affecting everything else. Well, what type of medieval do you expect this contemporary life to be without that? Because it was just, if you mean the, the rudimentary sort of the system in place, like king on top and everyone down the bottom, or do you mean just the way like we put, they put religion over science back then? I would say it's like... It would be late monarch, early mercantile empire. So, like, at the time of Holland's, like, demo- like at, at the at the bottom of its history, Holland was owned, I think, by the Spanish or the Portuguese, and within sixty years had an empire which was four times Spain's, and that was because they went from a monarch to a mercantile empire. They established trade routes, which turned out to be way more profitable than conquest by um, monarchs and royalty and whatnot, and so eventually all the monarchs would have died out as a lot of them have these days. Like the, the English monarch is more of a figurehead than actual power. Um, you would just have like trade empires everywhere rule the world, but it would never be advanced enough to have the scale in trade and globalization that we have today because you never have that technology. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't be able to communicate. Um, it would still be like mm. pigeons and boats. It would be like, yeah, eight, early 19th century technology all the time yeah. if you never well, probably, understood that probably post um french revolution like that sort of that sort of phase post napoleon bonaparte era yeah i'd say that's probably a, a fair call wow i mean is that's a really really big one so it would, it would be really fun and no one thinks of it man like no one thinks of magnetic fields how important they are i mean that's a, like a lot of things but that's what Cause my question is, what's something that would inevitably affect every single thing we do today that no one would ever think about? And one I, of but I also fields. would disagree that it wouldn't have happened because even at that time, like the standard compass used magnetic coils and whatnot. And so trade, like being able to discover new countries wouldn't have existed. I think eventually they would have figured it out. Again, um, with enough time, you would figure out. And the magnetic coil interaction with electricity... That's fundamental to so much. Someone would have discovered it at some point. It wouldn't have been probably a lot later if they hadn't discovered it at the time, but I think they would have eventually clicked on and discovered it. Yeah. And maybe they would have like found another way to, I guess, measure north, south, east, and west. But I feel like the whole point of it is, regardless of any criteria you set, what if this just never happened? Like humanity mm. was just unable to figure it out, which would be ridiculous. Yeah. Because, you know, the first, the first magnet was actually made by the Chinese and they didn't use it for direction. They use it for fortune telling. So like someone would spin and whatever it would land on, they would be able to make a fortune on that. 
But if it's a magnet, around? isn't it like rigged? Like you're like, oh, I'm gonna put the magnet under this one, and that person's gonna have the death card drawn. Well, that's 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 exactly right, and that's probably how they made money. No one else knew <laughs> that, or how magnets work. And then someone was like, hang on a sec, this is actually pointing to like the direction of the magnetic field that's around Earth. This is how mm. <laughs> it's just like telling me where like my directions are, and not your northings and your southings and whatever. <laughs> There's a few there. Okay, so for for people like myself that don't really understand this, uh, the the magnetic field that's uh, invention or mm-hmm. like the discovery of it, what are five everyday things that we use that wouldn't be there without this? I mean, I'll give I'll give two. Sean, you can give three. Yeah. Um, your headphones and your computer hard drive. So they're modern ones. You can go further back if you want. Fuck, I was going to use headphones. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll give you a third um, one then. Um, did, did you see what Charles did there? Cars, he, he said, cars wouldn't exist. Yeah, I saw that. But that's yeah. all right. I can figure it out. So um, all motors use uh, wait, batteries. Say, wait, James, did you say cars? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, uh, well I, I can touch on cars a bit more. So like cars, I mean, actually, I... Think I disagree. Like automotive standard ice cars wouldn't need that much magnetic. Um, they would just replace their brake pads with friction pads. But I can't think of anything else that would use. I mean, the the radio wouldn't be able to work. But um, besides that, I think it would be okay because it's quite uh, it's quite simple in nature, but quite complex in design. Yeah, um, I don't but know. I feel like all motors use that electromagnetic um, electrical energy to, to turn the, the... Yeah, the the motors and and actually make the. I mean, the no, look, the a standard car uses um, fuel, and that fuel is um, it can be pumped in, so with pressure, which doesn't always require magnetic fields, but definitely helps if you have a coil of wire. So, like, liquid fuel goes into an engine. The engine then ignites it with ignition spark, and in that uh, in that little area, it would explode, which is why it's called internal combustion engines that explosion would create heat and pressure that would push that piston up um, and then the exhaust will come out and go through the, the, the car. Then the piston would turn the transmission gear, which would go in through the clutch and stretch the wheels. I don't think there's actually much uh, magnetic parts. Electric vehicles, obviously, would use uh, magnets and cause a wire, but I think the standard car would be okay. Might be safe. I mean, you wouldn't be able to understand it as well. It would take you a lot longer to get there without the advancements of uh, magnets and coils, but I think the car would have still been invented without the magnetic coil if you could get the, all the raw materials. Um, yeah. But other things that use uh, coils of wire magnets, the, the most biggest one, and I think this is probably counts as two, is all motors. All motors require um, uh, magnets and, and coils of wire. So you think of things that use motors, right? Elevators. Uh, escalators is another one. Electric vehicles is a third. Uh, opening doors. Uh, coffee machines, your so many things in your life use motors. All of them got pumps, aircons. Yeah, yeah. Any pump that you use, any air conditioning, any fan that you have, so many things um, just have a simple relationship between something going through a coil of wire and turning a magnet or a magnet turning. And so then the other one would be generators, right? You wouldn't have coal generators. You wouldn't have gas generators. You would be lighting things with candlelight because you wouldn't have electricity, which I think is a fucking massive one if you don't have electricity you wouldn't have any production facilities you wouldn't be able to have conveyor belts trends um you wouldn't be able to 
imprint, you wouldn't be able to do so much. You'd be stuck in with the old mechanical sewing machines because the new ones all use motors. There, there's so much that this would cover. It's, it's quite a fundamental part of engineering that you, I think eventually you would probably find it. But yes, so there's, there's a lot of things that you, your entire life is pretty much around cores of iron magnets. Mm, okay. It's the, car it's the carbon of the electrical network. I'm back mm. to you, Sean. Well, I think um, I want to do something that's a bit funky and a bit weird. Okay, so, Patty, for frame of reference, um, gravity is a constant. It is a force that is applied across the universe and is dependent on matter and where you stand and how close you are to something. So, generally speaking, on Earth, gravity is 9.8 meters per second per second. And so if you jump off a bridge, um, within a second, you're now moving at 9.8 meters per second. And it keeps going forward and you accelerate further. What if gravity was not as heavy as it is on Earth? Imagine if instead of gravity being 9.8 or 10 meters per second, it's 5 meters per second. It's half. What do you think would happen to Earth if gravity was a lot less than it is today? Well, for starters, you could probably eat a lot more food without being heavier. <laughs> well, that's a bit more and the scales would be a bit better. Well, the, the first one would be you wouldn't be that heavy because as you walk around, you provide force against the gravity to propel you forward. You're always working against gravity. Um, if you didn't have that, you wouldn't have as much muscle definition. Your bones would be a lot weaker. So you would be a much smaller human being. We wouldn't, we would be arguably, we could be a little bit taller because gravity pulls us down in terms of height, but in terms of muscle mass and bone density, would be a lot lighter. And so it would be these long-legged giraffe-looking creatures if gravity was a bit less. That was one of the first ones I thought of. Another thing I thought of is our cars would be really efficient because the cars always push against gravity. If with the same amount of fuel in the same car, they are half its weight now, it would go a lot further. But if you hit a ramp, you would also go twice as high, which is arguably not as good, and you just fuck off a little bit further than, than you hmm. planned. Structurally, things would be designed a lot better because you don't have to take into account um, different structural environmental factors and um, you know colossal impacts and whatnot. You still do, but not to a lesser extent. So structural design would be a lot easier for cranes, back to episode one, mm. and other buildings. Um, and something I also thought of before while we were in surfing is um, the waves... Uh, a counter uh, are a balance between the gravity of Earth and the gravity of the Moon. Now, if the Moon's gravity stays the same, but Earth's gravity is half, I think the waves would be a lot bigger. <laughs> I'm trying to think that is that does that sound right? Like, would waves be bigger if Earth's gravity was smaller, but the Moon's gravity was just as big? Well, the waves the waves don't so much depend on the gravity no, on tidally, the Moon. Right? It's the tide that depends on the on the gravity pull of the moon and the earth. So I think what you'd see is very inconsistent patterns of tide. So you'd have really, really, really low tide and really, really, really high tide. So you'd have mm. that because you have a greater difference between the two. I don't know if the actual size of the waves in the soil would be affected because the swell is dependent on like the storm going on in the ocean and also the wind conditions on earth. But arguably the wind might have an effect on gravity. I don't know if those two correlate at all. Well, I think that wind would be less because wind's based off pressure and that's sunlight. So that's not really, that's an external factor potentially. But if the, the force of gravity was a lot less, like the, the waves could climb to much higher reaches before crashing, 
than before. I think waves would be twice as high. But I need to double check the maths on that one. That's just like what I'm thinking in my head, but I don't actually know if it will work. Yeah, well, the waves are actually based off this, like your, your normal groundswell is based off a storm that happens in the ocean. Arguably, storms would be a lot more intense if you have less gravity, right? Because you have less resistance mm-hmm. from the external environment. So you yeah, have true. much bigger waves coming in. That could be an argument to um, consider. But yeah, I think I think we'd still be able to live just under different condition, conditions. All design would have to be done differently for everything. You'd have to account yeah. for different safety factors. Like you would see a completely different way that things would be designed. Maybe ways we haven't even imagined before. Could you just imagine how sick basketball would be if gravity was half its its, its current value? How fucking high they could get? Like, already they're superhuman. Imagine now they can go, like, twice or three times as high. No, they'll have to raise the bar. They have to raise the hoop <laughs> until at least... Uh, what is it right now? It's about six, six and a half feet in there. Seven feet, the bar. Oh, it'd be higher than that. I think it's I think about... It's, it, I think it's about seven feet. Seven feet? No, like, because I'm six foot. And, oh, I'm 5'11". Let's, it's, let's it's fair to say the footy players would get some more... Uh, <laughs> Kai Man 6. The footy yeah, players yeah, would yeah. get some I'm more 40-20s. Yeah. What did you say, more James? 40-20s would happen in the uh, NRL. You'd see a lot of more uh, field goals and 40-20s happening a lot easier. A lot I think more... you would see a larger football field, too. A lot more like speckies. It. Yeah. Yeah, imagine how high that ball would go. It's already climbing quite high. Sorry. And, and speaking of Olympics, right? Imagine <laughs> the high jump with half the gravity. How fucking high are you? You'd be bigger than the stadium. You're just... Okay, so I think, I think what you're saying is all of these sports we play, you need a bigger playing space for them, which would probably take up double the footprint of the earth. So and, and you'd have it, less sporting arenas. And you'll make, you'd make it more difficult because if everyone can do it, then it's not really special. So you need to make it like that that taller, that higher, yeah. or mm. that, that larger. But I just Googled um, all the planets in the solar system, or at least the one in, it, in our solar system. Yeah. And the closest one to... None of them have five... None of them have five minutes per second. Um, Australia... Uh, no, so Earth is 9.8... Uh, 9.81 meters. Yeah, meters per second. Yeah. Pluto is 0.6. The closest would be Mars... Mer- and Mars and Mercury have the same meters per second at 3.7. However, Mars is actually like possibly livable because it's not so close to the sun and deadly. Yeah. But so I'm just thinking of like what would it be to the put the gravity on Mars but on yeah. Earth. Like I didn't I didn't look up the moon's gravity. Well, additionally oh, I think to- I think the moon's is three times less than Earth. Just by historical guesses, I uh, moon gravity like is one point six two. Wow, it's light. Uh, so it's like about yeah. seven or eight times less. Yeah, it's, it, the also thing is right. The atmosphere of the Earth is very, very based on the gravity, and this is why some places with low gravity have no atmosphere because they can't attract the atoms of oxygen and nitrogen and all the other parts that make up the atmosphere to the Earth. So the atmosphere would be a lot bigger. So you could have planes that go instead of up to 80,000 feet for commercial flights to 200,000 feet. Satellites would be completely different. They wouldn't move as quick. So you wouldn't have the same cell phone communications. You would be a lot slower. You would actually date it. Actually, there's a lot of things in here. But I'm just imagining the basketball dumps, man. That would be so sick. (laughs) I'm still just imagining a 20-foot dunk. Like, that would be... You would jump from the other 
other hoop and then eventually get it in. That's amazing to me. I think that's so funny. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I would disagree to an extent because I think you'd be half as weak as well. Like, you actually need some significant leg strength and, and you know, ag- agility to do stuff like that. But if you had half the gravity, you wouldn't be able to get the strength you would with normal gravity. I mean, yeah, but if you could train yourself up to it, you could probably get, you could probably get close. Yeah, you wouldn't have the same strength, but... Yeah, I guess the question is, would gravity just switch off for the day, which would be fucking terrifying if you started floating around um, a lot more, versus if it was always half it, what it is. Hmm. Mm, there's a few questions here. Damn. I, and I wonder, I wonder, like, if it was half, as, you know, you'd see a lot more cases of heart failure and low oxygen-related diseases, for example, because obviously gravity's mm. got a lot to do with um, pressure and oxygen saturation on the Earth. I wonder if I the, atmos- the point, actual though, concentration of the atmosphere would be different. It would be. It would absolutely be different. But if you um, were growing in the same kind of origins that humanity did, um, we would have adapted to those conditions over a few million years. So I think it would be different. I think it would be... I'm not sure if it would cause a specific rise in two Ill, uh, ailments, but um, well, that's, that's I think we would have adapted to it. That's the thing. That's... Well, uh, you got to remember ad- the word adaptation um, needs to be used lightly because we think of Darwinism, for example. So what would have happened was is evolution would have happened in such a way that only humans who could deal with that five, ten percent oxygen in the atmosphere would survive. The rest would die out. So you'd actually have a completely new like pattern in evolution. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a really good point. Actually, I, I agree with that. Yeah, we actually humans might not have been the the best uh, species. Speaking back to the po- the conspiracy podcast, it actually might be a reptilian <laughs> reptilian society that could handle that kind of lighter pressure and lighter air, um, and they would have taken over and not been four legged, um, oh, sorry, two legged, uh, diapedal human beings like we are. Uh, as you were saying that, Sean, I did notice a lizard tail poking out the back of your head. What's going on there? Nothing, nothing. Where is Sean and what uh, have you done with him? Just, oh, my God. Not no, again. Oh, my God. I've been replaced by the reptilians. Ah. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, that geez. was my question. Uh, let's, let's move on to the next one. Pads, give us a serious one. Or give us a, give us a, a what if. doesn't matter if it's serious I've or got, serious. I've got two. One's really short because we know the answer. And it's a bit silly. And one's a really... One's a, well, I, think a, I think a good one. Because it kind of falls into, you know, what would happen in the world. Um, the first one is, it's a bit silly, it'll be about, maybe oh, about two minutes discussion on it. What if Iron Man, the 2009 first film, was a box office failure? Now, from my thinking of it, if Iron Man, Iron Man is like the first of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, if that was a failure, because they invested, Marvel invested a lot in that movie, if that failed... There would be no cinematic as cinematic universe as we have today. Yeah. Marvel possibly would have gone bankrupt, needing to sell all of their Marvel um, properties to other things. So possibly, you know, you know, Paramount Pictures or you know one of the big players like what yeah. big Hollywood studios. They could have invested and bought you know Captain America or Thor. Like we wouldn't have Captain. There'd be no such thing as Chris Hemsworth. Maybe you know maybe he might be. But basically, everything, every single career made by Marvel possibly wouldn't happen. But And also, every single movie, cine, try-hard cinematic universe to happen from it mm. wouldn't, be, wouldn't be happening. 
So no DC. Yeah. No, what do you mean, try hard? The Dark Universe was a great box office success. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or the G.I. Joe universe. Come on, boys. It's coming back. What do you mean? It's, it's uh, research. Snake eyes. There's a retaliation. <laughs> it's strange that my first argument here is that Fast and the Furious would probably still be the good old Fast and the Furious. Because I feel like what oh. happened is if they got to the point where they just like wanted, they just saw Marvel and they're like, oh, you know what? Let's not like make the movies about racing and cars and you know, you know, how how good your V eight supercar is. Let's just let's just make it like heaps action. Look at what these Marvel blokes are doing. Let's try and be as good as them. Let's try and make more money as them. But if Marvel never became big and the MCU wasn't big, it would be like, oh I'm, let's just stick to the old cars, you know? Yeah, I definitely think the whole whole universe did pin on that movie. And I think you said they they spent heaps of money. Um, At the time it was, it was like 150, 200 million. But comparatively now, it's like half a billion to a billion dollars for like the end game stuff. But but Um, it was everything they had. It was literally everything. So Marvel Studios invested basically, like they made a, they basically if they if this was a game of 21, they had a, they had a soft 16 and they were like, all right, hit boys, hit me. Yeah, hit. Well, you at that point th- too, because they already sold off Spider-Man, which is one of their biggest, most profitable um, rights. And they sold off the Fantastic Four, which were at the time seen as guaranteed movie hits. Iron Man was not a big comic book at the time. No. And then it's now the name. It's the. It's associated to Marvel. It's Tony Stark. Anyways, James, sorry, what were you saying? No, I was just going to make the argument that if Marvel never took off and the MCU was never a big thing, I think Disney would be fucked because Disney bought Marvel in 2009 around when Iron Man was released for $4 billion. Um, if they didn't actually buy, like, if it didn't go well, Disney would have, like, lost the opportunity on so much profit and uh, essentially you might not have seen Disney, things like Disney Plus or the new Star Wars films come out or the other magnificent things Disney have done because they would have made a fuckload of money off the MCU alone. I think yeah. they did because that's the number one box office at the moment. I think Disney would have been okay. Yeah. They they would have made so much more money out of other things. They already had established theme parks and movies coming out. I still think um, their animated movies, which cost a lot less to make, don't have actors they need to pay as much, um, still... Uh, better bang for buck than some of the Marvel stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's something interesting to look into, though, like how much they've actually made from the MCU relative to everything else and if that would have actually changed the course of their um, future and yeah. their productions. That's no, well, well, they current like Disney's currently being sued by um, Scarlett Johansson because of... Yeah, contract negotiations. That's quite disappointing. She deserves a better, better send-off. No, well, she's definitely not going to work for like Disney again, like half of this, because but the just the, the retaliation tweet they did, like they made a statement basically wanting to condemn her because they were like, oh, she's already got twenty million dollars, like she's fine. It's like, it's the money's not the point. You had a contract, yeah. you broke it. Yeah, pay me my money, like full yeah, stop. It's, like it's pretty simple. Anyway, did you hear? Did you hear that Scarlett Johansson actually going to DC now, and she's going to be the first Catwoman? In the actual DC That's universe, cool. that'd be cool. Yeah, do you Wait, know what my source Catwoman? is? You <laughs> trust me, bro. Who is it, Jordan? That's that. No, that's my source. Trust me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. My bro. mate, my just my mate told me, man. Just trust me. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Trust me, bro. No, I reckon the cat, like Catwoman, or oh, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. All right, boys, we're we're getting off track here. No, What's going? Uh, What's going? No, on? But okay, well, I got another one, and this is yeah. actually a serious one. Okay. So, what if 
Alan Turing never invented the Alan Turing machine. You mean Enigma? The, 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 Enig- the machine that broke Enigma? The, the, the machine that broke Enigma, which is uh, a soft uh, prototype uh, of, the comp- of computing power. I disagree. I don't think it was soft. I think it was the first hard computer. And that's what it's been attributed to, the first real hard computer. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, Nazis would have won the war, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if they didn't break Enigma, in, it was World War Two, right? Yeah, it would have been. Um, yeah, they would have won the war. Yeah, and it was. It is an incredible story of how they treated Alan Turing for one winning the Allies the war. Yeah, like several countries of the war, defeating racism, and then they cast they castrated him. They, they, they chemically. They, they- Chemically castrated yeah, him chemistry because castrated he him. was um, homosexual. Went to like and of, was found out. Went to court and he had an option: either go to go to jail or be medically castrated and be on house arrest. It's fucking disgusting. That I'm was really, and that was that was really not uncommon. That. Yeah, that yeah. was not uncommon back in those days. They used to like you know what's really fucked up is they used to give the I know Bobby off topic. They used to give the Jews coffee, right? And they'd be so grateful. Oh, at least we're getting coffee in these contrarians games. You know what they used to do with the coffee? They put a fuck ton of bromide in it. Bromide well, yeah, is the chemical that's the used. Flavor of it. Yeah, well, it's not just that. Bromide is used to chemically castrate people. They used to give that to people like using the concentration camp. Oh, Jesus. This was not uncommon back in the day. It's really sad, but. Yeah, that's yeah, ridiculous. It is really disgusting, like the, the things that humans have done to each other over history, especially to people that have literally saved so many lives, and then you treated them like this. And yeah. he wasn't allowed to talk about it either. He couldn't bring up the fact that he saved the the country um, in court because it was uh, the, the rule was he wasn't allowed to yeah, talk no. about it. No, I'm pretty. And I feel so like, like I don't I don't know how much the that movie, the imitation game, got right, but you know if. They probably started finding out stuff when he passed away, and then like the mm. police then found out, and like a bit of a bankroll because he was po- posthumously abdicate, uh, acquitted of his crimes and yeah. awarded by the queen. Which is like no offense, a posthumous award is bullshit. Like I yeah, mean, it's posthumous cool. awards it's, are it's cool. Though. It's cool for the family, but for the person, like I'm dead. Like what's I mean, the point? It, it does right or wrong. And so there, there are certain but things. It doesn't, that I it doesn't, do like it doesn't write it, but... the pain that he went through. Like it's different if yeah. you're, you're, you know, it, it, it all depends on the situation. Like in his situation, mm. a posthumous well, he, man, you, you keep, you're being chemically castrated. In you know, twenty years later, as he apologized, I mean, thanks for the apology, mm. but you know, well, I, this yeah, is you can't undo it. The, the interesting thing about this is, I feel like you, you got a good question because we've learned a lot from history about you know giving people credibility where credibility is due and not punishing them for you know what they've done this happened many times in history you got Leonardo da Vinci you got Galileo you got Isaac Newton um, and you even go up to the late the most recent days where DNA was invented people were just robbed completely of um, finding DNA Um, so you've gone from killing people and torturing them for coming up with something great to Zuckerberging them and I feel like over time we've just learned from history and we've learned to give people credit where credit's due if we don't do that then you're just putting the plug on people and not allowing them to you know come up with these yeah. great discoveries and that's part of the technological boom yeah god imagine if the nazis won the war we're always speaking german right now no it's well right. i i was thinking I, I didn't even think of that when i asked when i figured out the question i was just thinking well the Alan Turing machine like that's kind of was 
like I, I'll, I won't say soft computing power because it wasn't soft. It was like it was very much hard and it was very much like advanced for its time. But mm. it was definitely the um, instigator for computers nowadays. Oh, and for sure. So yeah. not only would um, there would be will be mainly. I don't. Would we? Would we? Would we predominantly be speaking German? Maybe I don't know. That or the Jap will be speaking Japanese. I don't know, but would be speaking one of those two because they probably. If that didn't happen, the Allies probably the, the they would have won. The Germans would have won the war. Yeah. Um, Americans would definitely be in a fascist state, or at least half of the that that country would be in a fascist state, along with us and along with maybe yeah. fifty other countries. The other ones will probably be communist. Um, Look, and, I think it's fair to yeah. Sorry, go on, Paddy. Continue. And we we want Mac. There'll be no such thing as the Macintosh, no such thing as Samsung, no such thing as like you know Nokia, whatever. Like all those, we wouldn't have cell phones. Maybe, or maybe we would. I don't know. Well, no. Well, that's that was the point I was going to make. It, this goes back to my question. I don't think we would have many things at all because the Turing machine was the first computational device that actually figured out how to solve. Um, mathematical algorithms using ones and zeros. Your phone, your computer, everything that requires any sort of programming or coding is just using different arrays of ones and zeros. And what a computer has to do is solve the algorithm to do that. Without the Turing machine, we never would have got there. So I think a lot of the things we have today, we wouldn't have. I still think that eventually someone would have discovered computing. It would have been a bit later, sure. But I still think they, they would have got to that point if one person didn't discover it, eventually someone else would. Yeah, um, but I think I, I think that can be said for, I guess, everything. But I think where the criteria we've got to set here is what if for some reason we just never were able to discover it or we discovered it much later than we did in which you just probably say history will be pushed back, which I actually wouldn't don't think that would be the case either. You'd probably have a different outline of history because at a different time, you have different people with different brains and have a different outcome. All right, Absolutely. well... I we should move on, but before we do, I just want to shout out to Alan Turing. He's awesome. He's a legend. Not because he, it's apparently his IQ was higher than, um, what's his name, Albert Einstein. He had a I. Uh, this man had a higher IQ than Albert Einstein. That's pretty special, right there. I mean, yeah, and I mean he's definitely, like you said, posthumously acknowledged for what he's done. Um, Doesn't write yeah. the wrongs though. Yeah, it doesn't write. What happened to the guy? Definitely deserved better. Legend, RIP. Yeah, is what it is. All right. Um, James, have you got a what-if question? Yeah, I'll go something a bit more basic now. What if humans had no sense of smell? Interesting. That's a good question. Well, one is like taste is uh, inexplicably linked to um, smell. So you well, wouldn't be able to taste as much. So 70%. Yeah. yeah. So food would taste so much more bland because you wouldn't know the difference. Like you would need to put so much more salt and seasoning. And then like, I think like the amount of chili you'd have in your diet would be a lot higher. Higher. Um, There'd be no sugar. such thing as the Michelin star. I think you're right. Yeah. I think the spectrum of food uh, wouldn't be the same. I think we, would, would we, wouldn't, we won't hold food as... Um, uh, to a higher standard as we do nowadays because it's like the celebrity chefs and we have the Muslim star and we rank restaurants and we want to go to specific think- restaurants because they have good food or a nice, there's like, that's a better burger than this one or that's a great steak, that's a great, you know, salad, whatever. 
Well, but, on that note, do you think veganism would be higher? Because people wouldn't... You know, a lot of the reason people aren't vegan and vegetarians is because they just love the taste of meat. They don't agree with the whole animal suffrage side of it, but they just love meat so much that they don't want to convert. If we couldn't taste as much, do you reckon we'd see more numbers of vegetarian and veganism? Because people would be like, well, this tastes just as bland and I'm doing less harm to environments. If not veganism, there'll be a slight variant on it because mm. if you don't have smell or taste, or which is, oh, I sit that that's the argument that Sean's made. If there's, you can't smell, you can't taste, or you have less of a taste, mm. you can really have anything. So theoretically, I can have a bowl of dirt and I want, I'll just think it's whatever. Yeah. Another interesting thing to touch on here is coming from the chemical side of things, is a lot of things we learn in the safety spectrum is if you smell you learn what certain chemicals smell like, for example. So if you're working on a chemical plant and you have an inkling of that, that's when you know to either evacuate or turn the system off or run some sort of safety um, dosing system and whatnot. So I think from a safety point of view, there'd be a lot more catastrophic failures in industry and on the roads as well. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good point. I think I disagree with your point about them being more vegan stuff. I think uh, even at a time when we didn't have that much flavorful food. Remember, like, uh, porridge, bread, cheese, steak, that's all you had uh, yeah. at that point. Before you had these uh, massive advancements in trade and all these spices moving around, I think still people would have eaten meat because at the time it was cheap. That's what's available, And yeah. it's texture as well. Because you definitely, like, if you have a Beyond Beef burger and a normal burger... Um, I say normal, a meat burger. Um, <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely <laughs> oh, a difference of texture. You can pick that up. And you can try and replicate that as much as you can, but you don't always hit it. I still think people would say, oh, if it's not about taste, then it's about texture. Like, there's always going to be something they fall back on. Um, yeah. But also then, like, the... Yeah, I guess if everything tastes bland, why have something that costs more? And that could be the economic decision that people go vegan. Less Do you about think the, the taste. Do you think maybe that smoking would still be allowed indoors? Because one of the big reasons, I guess, I got rid of smoking indoors is because it's an irritant. Yeah. Yeah. People... Actually, I think everyone would smell really bad. I think the um, fragrance industry <laughs> would really struggle without people smelling. They have to either make it yeah. really punchy, or you just wouldn't notice. Definitely no, definitely no Calvin Klein's going around. Like no, oh, no perfumes, no colognes, no nothing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pakurubain. Gold wouldn't do as well. Yeah. <laughs> Flautulence would be viewed completely different. I reckon, actually, um, there won't be any alcohol. I, I don't know about that. No, yeah, actually, people, drink, I'll, I'll, people drink I'll, for the effect, not the taste. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, okay, wait, sorry. <laughs> I, I said that wrong. I said that wrong. What I meant to say was there won't be any alcohol. I reckon there'll be... Oh, There'll be more Paddy, spirits. You can't say that. We were sponsored by beer. You can't. There, you can't say. I think there'll be there'll, there'll probably be more spirits than beer, or just more alcohol consumers, because you can't smell or taste. So if you're not smelling like the vodka, you just be like whatever it is down down the hatch, and if yeah. you can't taste it, then okay. you get drunk more. I, 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 I see where you're coming from, and I agree to a certain extent. You'd have. I guess less of good quality alcohols. You'd have still have alcohol, but it'd be very, very basic. Mm. Mm. Boys, here's the saddest part about it: there'd be no Charizard humidifier. Oh no! We oh, wouldn't need no. the pro. The problem statement would never have been made because <laughs> you never need to. I mean, you still probably need to rectify the, the the pressure and humidity in the air, but yeah, you wouldn't have that essential oils. 
Oh, essential oils would be out of business. Oh my god. This is awful. This is a terrible what if, James. <laughs> Thanks for the pressure, man. Yeah, yeah, you're really, you're really putting the pressure down. Oh, I love this. Bringing the, the, bring the vibe down here, yeah. man. <laughs> oh God, sorry. We're comparing now fragrances to more kids and overpopulation happening. What if Nazis won the war? Yeah, oh, no, sorry. no. This is where Next we draw the line, talking. James. Yeah, sorry, that, mate. That's, that's just that's just that's just friendly chit chat, man. That's better. Like, yeah, yeah. <sighs> really going well, down uh, with this one, James. You know, um, maybe not. Maybe I wouldn't really classify Nazi talk as banter. Uh, depends on the circumstance, but you yeah, it depends know. who you talk to. <laughs> yeah, uh, very a lot of new age people love to talk about Hitler for some weird reason. Yeah, fuck him. Mm, yeah, Anyways, definitely. what was his mind like? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, it's terrifying that Mein Kampf has sell, sold more in the last few years than it had during the the rise of the Nazism. That terrifies me. That doesn't Anyways, surprise me. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me, but it also is fucking terrifying. It's like a meteor is coming to Earth. Oh. I'm not surprised, but also I'm kind of scared. Anyways. All right. Well, speaking of meteors, this is a perfect segue to my next what if question. (laughs) What if the meteor had never hit the earth and wiped out the dinosaurs? How do we know that's just a rip? I thought that was just a myth. No, that was pretty clear in Mexico where the fucking meteor hit um, and wiped out everything. Sediment levels. Uh, the fact that skeletons all seem to die at the exact same day or a period of 10,000 years, and the only ones that were survived were the ones that could burrow and go underwater like the crocodile. Um, yeah, it's pretty clear that the dinosaurs were wiped out by a meteor. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not saying they weren't wiped out. I mean, they're not around. Oh man! Um, but, but <laughs> they got COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, like I'm just saying, it's like, well, had like if everyone was wiped out, like, and yeah, like I've never heard of this crater in Mexico, like, and I feel like it would be taught in schools if if anything, like. But okay, but to 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 elaborate the point, what was the question again? I've forgotten. It. What if <laughs> if the meteorites? Yeah. Yeah, what if dinosaurs were not wiped out by a meteor strike? If a meteor strike didn't happen, what do you reckon today would look like if that didn't occur? I reckon okay. there'll well, be... Well, what? It'll be like yeah, sorry, no, you pads. I reckon there'll be a form of... Uh, I actually still reckon they won't be around. I reckon there'll be a limited number of them still around, but all the big big and dangerous ones would either be killed, wiped out by other sort of uh, phenomenons, or hmm. they would have been... Um, in probably the 18th, 18th, 19th century, probably would have been hunted mm. for sport. I, I, I honestly reckon like the smaller ones, the less dangerous ones, like the non-pretty ones would still be around. <laughs> Peacock yeah. theory, the prettiest ones survive. Um, <laughs> no, well, I really... I was yeah. Look- yeah, I kind of cheated and Googled this one. And the current working theory is if the meteors hadn't wiped out the dinosaurs, dinosaurs still were quite at, pretty much at the apex of... Um, animals at the time, humans wouldn't exist. That's the first one. Um, uh, A intelligent species that would be capable of doing what we do, of being able to communicate and create dialogue and then complete mathematics and science would have come around, but they would have developed out of the dinosaurs that had gone extinct. And the most working theory is it would have been the avian birds, like pterodactyls and whatnot. They would have most likely been the ones that produced uh, intelligent life because they had the largest cranium and it's likely that they would have potentially had a bigger cranium, adapted, evolved, 
and become intelligent species. So we would look like pterodactyls. We would have a pterodactyl head. Mm. We would probably still have hands and like digits, probably not five, but uh, a few digits, but we would look like birds. We would, instead of looking like monkeys, like we currently do, we would look like birds. Isn't that scary? And that's, yeah, well, that's what you got to factor in. There's, there's a criteria you've got to set here, one of them being the intelligence level you have, the mental intellect, and also the physical abilities you have and what you can actually execute and what you can't do. So you look at pterodactyls and then take Darwinism, for example. They would have evolved to the point where they're doing maths and getting to the point where the species that can use their hands more, for example, or that mm. can build things would thrive and dominate because they're creating... A society, <laughs> yeah, they can of use birds. tools. Yeah, yeah. Wait, if Which I look, would if, essentially dominate. Wait, if I look like a bird, could I fly? Well, that's the thing is, we would have an intelligent species that could do everything that we do, but we could fly. Doesn't so that you, sound cool? Us three could fly. Yeah, we could fly. We wouldn't need to be in like oh, lockdown. <laughs> I'll be down with that. I don't mind. Sounds like yeah, a good time. And that's it's an interesting phenomenon because one of the only ways you can wipe out a species is with a meteorite. It's either with a meteorite or the species become so advanced they kill each other off um, mm-hmm. just out of war and violence or an ice age. Yeah, but I think... Ice the, ages are very, very rare. I, th- I think there's been seven natural disasters that wiped out like huge... like extinction-level events, right? And the weird thing about an extinction-level event is the definition, right? It, it's killing a large majority of a population of Earth in a short period of time. What is a short period of time? In the grand history of things, it's like tens of thousands of years. So by definition, humanity is experiencing the eighth extinction by climate change. Yeah, climate change. Because it takes... They're like, oh, nothing's really changed in 50 years. In terms of a planetary scale, that's wiping out the planet. The number of animals that have died in the last 50 years, the fact that we're now dying after all this, yeah, this is an extinction level. This is like... Because just to remind people, the meteor didn't really kill the dinosaurs. It wasn't actually the impact. It's what happened after. Volcanoes erupted. Massive amounts of nitrates and phosphates came out of volcanoes. You couldn't see the sky for like 10 years. That's what killed them. The fact that they couldn't eat, couldn't survive, couldn't walk, couldn't breathe. It wasn't the meteor impact. It was what happened after. Whenever climate skeptics talk about, oh, but climate change is the natural pattern, like it happens always. Yes, it's happened for a long time. Ice ages have happened that have wiped out populations. Warming events that have happened that have wiped out populations. And what's happening now is we've actually knocked out that natural pattern and we're speeding it up to the point where you would see ice ages happen sporadically um, and you would see warming of the earth happen sporadically. It's Mm. insane what could um, come out of it. And the fourth way the world, not the world, the fourth way you can wipe out a species is touchy subject. A worldwide virus that kills everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if that would have happened. I, I take it back. There's been five extinction-level events, and we're currently in the six. Um, but yeah, no, the, the, the pandemic is a very interesting one because it's a new age extinction-level event. Um, and generally speaking, uh, pandemics only happen, like the bird flu, swine flu, COVID-19, um, SARS-CoV and whatnot, only happen when you get enough population. It's a natural way for nature to cull a population through pandemics. Since we've got no world or world wars going on anymore, pandemic is the natural choice. Um, eventually, it's just going to happen. There's too many people. It's, something's going to mutate. Something's going to mutate poorly. Thanos, where you at? <laughs> yeah, snap us, baby. Yeah, yeah, sorry, you missed Thanos. There's, a, there's another one there, James. <laughs> With the uh, meteor, 
when's uh i mean there's always like news and it's like oh we just the media just missed us a comment nearly hit mm. like, oh dude what is like Will there ever be a, another meteor that's going to hit us? On average, a meteor hits Earth every 23 million years. Yeah. Well, the the size that could wipe out uh, a planet. Yeah. I mean, the smaller ones that hit us. So, the, so theoretically, like a small asteroid could, you know, yeah. land in a city or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's or, right. And believe it or not, we're actually due for a meteorite to hit Earth in this, like, but we're in that 1 million years range. So mm. for it to happen for the 80 to 100 whatever years we're alive, that's we really very, very unlucky to be alive when that happens. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a chance that might happen. That being said, the, the, we would become intelligent enough to, one, recognize it. We've got so many satellites and radio telegraphs uh, pointing at the sky, detecting this stuff. A and lot of people pay just to stare at it. And it just becomes like the Bruce Willis hit, uh, what was the film? Armageddon. Armageddon, sorry. Armageddon. It'd be, it'd be Armageddon. That actual storyline of going out and launching a nuke inside the center of a meteor, that's actually been postulated. That's actually one of the ways to deal with the no, meteor it's, impact. It, it's a good idea. However, the way that it's done in the movie is completely bullshit. Oh, because what's easier, what? to train some astronauts or to train some people to drill a hole? Oh, let's just train the guys who drill holes to fly a spaceship. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they, they are, uh, it was it was a Michael Bay special. What do you expect? No, I love how even like the actors are like, look, I don't I get it. As well. I was like, I was, like, I'm pretty sure Ben Affleck got in trouble, but during press of the movie, he was like, I mean, I don't know why we just didn't have us to be astronauts or something. It would have been cooler and easier. But Michael yeah. was like, nah, nah, <laughs> you're, you're a, a nah, mining drill rig, you're, you're yeah. coal miners because you wear tank tops and you're greasy. Oh, uh, yeah, he's just trying to, like, um, pander to the, like, blue working-class American. Yeah, Does beef. it well until yeah. he... Um, and you see that very much in Transformers films and then eventually stopped making money, so he started pandering to the Chinese audience. Go back and watch Transformers and keep that in mind. He was pandering to two different groups, and by the end, it's all China. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's odd. But, yeah, also, there's a part in that film where he goes, oh, my God, he's got space amnesia. How is that different from normal amnesia? And how do you get it from just being in space? Okay, okay, I'm getting the, on a rant. This, will, this is going to be for, actually, like, when we finally do uh, engineering, uh, beers with engineers, reacts to dot, dot, oh, dot movies, film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, I can't wait so for that. We'll, that's going to be upcoming. I reckon in the next few episodes we should do that. We'll do a watch party and you'd be like, boys, pause it. I got something to say. <laughs> yeah. All right. Time out here. All right. Let's call. Let's Time call out. Call. What the fuck was that? How many <laughs> rules of both law and physics did he just break to complete that? Anyways, yeah. um, look. Uh, I think we'll wrap it up in there. That's a, yeah. that's a very good point on a a little teaser for one of our next podcasts coming forward. Mm. Anyways, everyone. I have been Sean. I have been one of your co-hosts. I, as always, I'm joined by my other co-hosts, Patty and James. Ciao. Ciao. Arrivederci. And I'll see you in the next one.